We'd like to welcome you back to part two of our emergency freedom alerts for December 5th, 2022. The next part is, uh, and I wanted to get to this part because we're shifting off of the whole Alex Jones, Kanye West, and um, more into the health stuff. This first one is assisted suicide TV ads in Canada. They're really doing this in Canada and they're not hiding it. 3.3% of the people in Canada are already dying this way. Let that sink in. 3.3% of all the people dying in Canada are already dying via assisted suicide. I mean, Hollywood's predicted this, that so much predictive programming regarding this. Canada's, it's called MAID, MAID program, is actively pushing people to end their lives early, even if it has nothing to do with terminal disease. I mean, it's just, you know, having a rough day at work? Well, we can help you out with that, you know? We got the solution. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, we'll go ahead and play this, about eight minutes of this video here. Let's talk about this. So if you thought lockdowns and forced vaccinations were bad, well, this is outright evil what they're doing in Canada, in my opinion, and 11 other Western countries, by the way. It's not just Canada. The eugenics program to reduce world population is still alive and well in these countries. And now they're even rolling out assisted suicide television advertisements. So is life too hard for you? Got high credit card debt? Uh, maybe you can't pay your car bills right now, your, you know, your, your student loan bills or your car loan bills. Well, no problem. We've got a solution for you. This is a real advertisement for a retail company in Canada. Watch. Last breaths are sacred. When I imagine my final days, I see bubbles. <laughs> I see the ocean. Yeah. I see there is a way which seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof the ways of death, and in this case, hellfire. Because I don't believe any of these people are actually saved that are doing this, but they have you know, they have their own concocted idea of what heaven is in in their most likely their mind if they even believed in a hell, it would only be for the really, really bad people. And they've seen all the New Age documentaries. When you die, you go toward the light and all your family members are there, regardless if they're saved or not. They've they've seen the, the things on TV about, oh, wow, I had a seance and I talked to dear Uncle Jed or Aunt Margaret. And they told me that they were both in a better place, even though they hated God when they were alive and weren't Christians. And that it's fine and that they're waiting for them. The devil will meet you at your need. The devil will totally meet you at your need. And there's a million lies he can put out there in order to you to in order to get you convinced that, you know, there are no biblical parameters for entering into heaven. And that's why the Bible's being attacked so vehemently. Um, because it is the way. It's the only path to heaven, you know. And this is why Christians will have to be persecuted because we will be and are viewed as elitists. We think we're the only ones that have it figured out. It's not me. It's just what the word of God says. It depends where you're going to put your faith is really what it boils down to at the end of the day. Even now, as I seek help to end my life, there is still so much beauty 
You gotta just be brave enough to die via assisted suicide. Are you brave enough? She's laying, she's throwing down the gauntlet. Yeah, so she's no longer with us. Yeah. All is beauty. Wow, they're making it trendy. Yeah. Oh, that woman that was talking, they showed her her death date or whatever. And uh, I guess they're, her friends were, I don't know if they were putting her ashes in the sea or whatever. And, you know. Very trendy. That's his part. They're spending money on advertising to right to say to you hey hey you know if you're depressed you're anxious you can tap out you can tap out now yeah tap out we support this that word tap out is is a, is a word that's kind of used in mixed martial arts mma where you a guy gets you in a hold and or and there's all kind of women that do it now too they get you in a hold let's say i don't know some type of choke hold or whatever and the ref is is there and you can either go to sleep and potentially potentially die or you can tap out you'll tap just a part of their body and that means you give enough is enough and that's what they mean by the whole term tap out for those that aren't maybe familiar with that it'll help the global population problem that we think we have right this is part of the plan so since 2016 i mean it's absolutely evil it like gives me chills thinking about this like this is what we're facing right now it's incredibly disturbing. In 2000, since you know, The Bible says, all they that hate me love death. God says that. 16. Canada's medical assistance in dying. That's what it's called. And I don't mean the people that are suffering and go in for stuff like this. I'm not saying they love death. I'm saying the people that are behind these ads. The Illuminati. I mean, this is no different than the COVID agenda where the, the PCR test, the masks, the lockdown, the COVID kill shots... All of that designed to ultimately enslave you and kill you. It's part of the same genocidal depopulation agenda that they've openly stated. I mean, the you know, Georgia Guidestones, they tore them down. I did teaching on that when that all happened, when they got struck with lightning. But the first commandment was, you know, reduce world population to 500 million in perpetual balance with nature. Well, we just went over eight billion so you're looking at you know 90 90 plus percent reduction in world populations to, to get to 500 million and none of those goals have actually ever changed if anything they're most likely a lot more aggressive than even that medical assistance in dying or made m-a-i-d their laws have allowed severely or terminally ill and disabled people to choose to die by either euthanasia, legal drugs administered, administered by a physician, or physician-assisted suicide, which typically entails a provider that is prescribing lethal drugs, and then a patient takes them independently. So listen to these numbers. More than 10,000 Canadians died this way last year, up 32% from 2020, and accounting for 3.3% of all deaths in Canada. That's a staggering number yeah 3.3 percent of all deaths yeah and if you think about it, it's already the most lax in the world canada is already the most lax in the world the measures are set to grow even more permissive starting next march the country will allow people suffering solely from mental illness to seek euthanasia as we've re been reporting here on the show. Of course, we've been covering this Mental Illness Act, part of it, which is going to roll out in March of 2023. So 
This dispatch from dispatch.com, here's an interesting take. They published this piece this morning, and I, I think it, I want to read it to you, so uh, don't worry about trying to follow along here. But I'm going to read this to you. Opponents of the laws argue they diminish the lives of people with disabilities and can create a pressure on people to kill themselves. Persons with disabilities may decide to end their lives because of broader social factors such as loneliness, social isolation, and lack of access to quality social services. United Nations officials wrote in a letter to Canadian leaders last year warning the country's expanding made laws could violate the UN's human rights declaration. A social assumption might follow or be subtly reinforced that it's better to be dead than to live with a disability. You think? Yeah, and that's already happening. Such, so here's a few examples from this dispatch piece. Such concerns are not hypothetical. Roger Foley, hospitalized with a degenerative brain disorder in Ontario, recorded a conversation with a hospital director of ethics earlier this year in which his ethicist reminded him in a stay at the hospital that it would cost north of $1,500 a day. That's like a dog. Like, literally, do you want to pay the cost of caring for this dog or put them down? Yeah. Like, you have these conversations with a vet. But humans are not dogs, right? So according to Foley, hospital staff raised the idea of assisted dying, unprompted. Like, the hospital administrator, the director, just brought it up. It's like, hey, I know this is going to be expensive. Or Here's an you idea. could not. Here, or you could just die. <clears throat> we got ways to that. We, we, we got ways. <laughs> That's crazy. Canadian Sheila Elson, whose adult daughter, <coughs> Candace Lewis, has several medical conditions, including cerebral palsy, said in a 2016 doctor, uh, in 2016, a doctor brought up assisted suicide for Lewis in front of the young girl and told Elson that she was being selfish when she rejected the idea. You're being selfish to not let your daughter die, and we can take care of her right now. All we need to do is just fill out some paperwork and go, go down the hallway. We can... We can Get this taken care of for you. That, you know that your daughter that has cerebral palsy? We can take care of that for you. There was an episode of Scrubs where they made fun of this. Like, what if we did this like animals? You know? Yeah. Like, how you, you would put, da put down a horse with, a, with, like, a shotgun, right? Yeah. And in this sort of scene, JD, the doctor, he's like, I don't like the looks of that leg, Mr. Johnson. Right? Like, right. it's as if it's so ridiculous that we should not, we should only, like, it's talk comedy. about this in parody. Right. This is like a Monty Python sketch or a Scrubs sketch, right? Like, yeah. this is, but no, this is real. This is, this is Canada. And it's happening in other countries as well. Like I said, 11, Switzerland expanding, Belgium expanding. Well, we've been covering the new eugenics program on this show for a while. Many people wrongly believe that the government-assisted eugenics ended after World War II. It didn't. It is alive and well with just a bit of rebranding in 2022. So it's still here. As we've talked about on this show, this all has its roots in, um, in, uh, in, in Malthusian policy. So this is Thomas Malthus. He was an English cleric who believed in population control, the idea mm -hmm. that the world can't handle so many people. It gave rise to the eugenics programs in the early part of the last century. They were able to say, hey, this is a, we've got, you know, he's, what he's saying is really troubling because we're going to run out of food. We've got to start putting people down. We've got to start making sure that people can't breed again. And also they wanted to selectively breed out undesirable traits in humans such as. Crime, criminals, theft. Yes, yeah. yeah. Well, that's how Hitler started. I mean, that was the premise upon which they started their genocidal purging of Nazi Germany. First, it was like the. I don't know, 
the the mentally deficient or then the handicap then you know it went on and on and on until it got to like the jews and then you know we wanted to create this aryan fifth root race this uberman um <clears throat> that would be the god man that would replace and, and breed and, and in order to do that you know in order to make an omelet you got to crack a few eggs you know so you're gonna have to kill you know tons and tons and tons of people you know, in order to kind of do that, and, uh, you know, I, I, I still get the Holocaust, you know, deniers that guy really went after me this week on it, and I'm like, how do you explain all the first-hand accounts of U.S., just, just say U.S. troops who are non-Jewish, that came back from the war, went into the camps, and liberated them? saw the piles of bodies, saw the crematoriums, saw the mass burials. Well, wasn't that many? Or so. How many does it take for that to be really wicked and evil? You know, if they found one camp, it'd be bad. It'd be really, really bad. Were all the Jews that, that did miraculously survive and, and the others, the gypsies, the Jews, and the undesirables, because it wasn't just the Jews, you know, I believe it was about half other races like six million jews and six million of the other okay and holocaust deniers would dispute all those numbers i get it what about all those first-hand survivors that came back with the tattoos on their arms and, and barely escaped death and their first-hand accounts no it makes much more sense to believe they're all collectively lying about the holocaust all the jews that came back all the other undesirable races all the troops that went and liberated the camps that makes much more sense i'll set my brain aside and believe whatever propaganda you're going to give me from some, literally, it, it always comes from some anti-Semitic source. The, the, the guy that made the video is from Germany. He's totally a Jew hater. And, I mean, granted, listen, I've done whole studies on, on you know, the biblical affliction of the Jews. And that I, I try to take a very, very balanced approach. And, yes, some of the most wicked people at the top of the food chain, by far, in the Illuminati, mostly Illuminati bloodline families are supposedly of Jewish lineage. A lot of them are. Rock Rockefellers, Rothschilds, you know, the, the big the big boys. But I'm not gonna collectively throw the baby out with the bathwater and blame every single Jew on the planet for their wickedness. Um <clears throat> God's not done with the Jews. You know, that's very, very, very clear. I've done whole studies on the Bible verses, but are the Jews better just because they're Jewish? No, I've done Bible studies on that as well. Okay. I've done studies on what is the biblical cause for Jewish affliction. I try to be fair when it comes to this subject. And this guy that attacked me this week, it was just venom. I, I, all I said is, oh, Holocaust denial. That's all I said. And then he came back right away and i have a, an attachment i sent him he's i came back oh i knew you didn't have any love for the truth i knew you were this this just confirms everything i ever thought and I'm, I'm like wow it must be nice to be so awesome to be so right and in the know and right with god and just know it in your heart what a charlatan that i am and I, i'm so glad that you exposed me because you know it's about time it, it is a it's due time that I be exposed for the charlatan that I am because I am, you know, not a Holocaust denier like you. And it's it's just like, and I'm sorry, but the flat earth thing. It's like I'm supposed to sit, set aside my brain, essentially. And when I've done whole studies 
like three or four or five part studies on flat earth. And I'm just supposed to set aside my brain and ignore all the obvious 900 pound gorillas in the room and just focus on whatever you're going to spoon feed me that I supposedly won't be able to explain. When there are 900 multiple pound gorillas in the room regarding flat earth that there's no way you have an answer for. And again, that's what my five-part study was on. I know this teaching that I'm posting right now is going to lose me a lot of listeners probably just because I'm, I'm kind of rehashing some old subjects that I've covered in the past. And, you know, again, Galatians 4.16, am I therefore become your enemy because I tell you the truth? You know, Christianity is not a popularity contest. And um, I am about the most unpolitically correct, one of the most unpolitically correct Christian broadcasters on the internet. I get into more controversial subjects than probably just about anybody. And I, I'm trying to keep it biblical, trying to keep it within the parameters of the word of God and what I see on the horizon, you know? And that's not, I'm sorry, it's just not gonna be a popular thing. And, and not to say I can never mess up or I'm, I'm never wrong. I'm not saying that either, okay? And as far as the other goes, if I got what I deserved, I'd get death in hell. I'd be the first to admit that. So it's not like I have some elitist attitude where I think I'm better than everybody. Anyway, I don't know. Just that Holocaust denier thing. It's it's it's, it's nifty. It it really really is nifty to me. Anyway, let's let's kind of finish this one out. People who scored low on tests, um, people who had disabilities, people they who thought they could actually they actually thought that they could breed out poverty, as if somehow poverty is like a part of a part of your genetic DNA. Yeah, right. Yeah. That you could breed out people who just can't make money. Actually, though, the wealthiest American families were poor within three to five generations. For mm -hmm. instance, the, the Vanderbilts, who today would be wealthier than Bill Gates by some estimates, um, within three generations, that general generational wealth was gone. Because the kids, they didn't they didn't understand how So they, the idea yeah. that you could br continue to breed wealth. Well, they were spoiled, most likely spoiled beyond rotten taught probably no work ethic probably taught that they were better just by their own bloodline and you know there's that there, there's that expression that i've said before about you know one thing leads to another leads to another leads to another and this this big cycle repeats if you do not raise your children right that's why the bible says train up a child in the way they will go when they're old they will not depart from it and a lot of that's discipline a lot of that is you know discipline and um that's not popular in the church and i mean i mean physical i don't mean beating somebody but i mean you know there needs to be that fear that there are consequences and ramifications for actions i hardly ever had to to paddle taylor growing up the, but i <laughs> we talked about it the other day the, the minuscule amount of times i did she remembered and it was it was something that was um really life-changing and i look at the way she's you know, turned out and I'm like, well, you know, praise the Lord. We're doing something right. You know, I just try to adhere to biblical parameters. I'll give the Lord Jesus Christ all the credit. Um, but that's another thing that you can't really talk about. And, in, in, uh, really, uh, even I would imagine even a lot of churches, they don't even get into that. Um, anyway, it's been disproven. Uh, so I don't know how you could then use it to think that you could breed out poverty. So the American eugenics movement embraced negative eugenics with the goal to eliminate undesirable genetic traits in the human race through selective breeding. Basically, the United States would push you off into camps where you would be sanitized, sorry, sanitized and sterilized, right? So you couldn't breed 
and they would kill you off, never to breed again, never to be a part of the problem again. It's What's amazing. interesting about this is that these are things that breeders do with with animals, right? They only breed the strongest for certain things and certain traits. That that's been understood. Understood, but humans are the only species which takes extra care of our in innately. We take extra care of our weakest. Um, it's just something in us. If somebody needs help, that's what makes us it's so extremely Christian and really demanded upon by the bible you know the you know there's clear parameters on that laid down in old and new testament human whereas right. most species will sort of like push out of the nest the one that's least viable right. we don't do that well, so this shouldn't. is what makes us human so if we start to accept this then we are fundamentally becoming less human no absolutely one and that's the whole point of it is fundamentally creating this apathetic demon infested population that is only looking out for number one and that has very little natural affection and is lovers of them own of their own selves and they're haughty and they're prideful and all the things the bible talks about one quote being adversity makes men and prosperity makes monsters and that that can be the case that can be I, i'm not I think it, you have to couch it in um, how that person's been raised, you know, because I don't necessarily think that prosperity is obviously going to make monsters of all men. I think prosperity given without any work ethic being instilled, given where nothing is earned and you don't appreciate it. Yeah, that's most likely going to make a monster. Okay, so this next one is called Unvaxed Blood Drive. A life-saving solution for those who reject the death shot. Now, this is a, if, you know, the best thing to possibly do, if you were at all, I don't know, nervous about this, or if you had an upcoming surgery, is to bag your own blood, okay? That way you're not taking the DNA, another person's DNA, inside your body, which I'm not really a fan of, okay? Um for reasons I've covered in previous teachings, but um, I, I'm, I'm posting this just for, so my listeners will know this is, because I've gotten this question before since the whole COVID shot thing came about. And so I want to at least mention this a little bit uh, for those that have had questions about this because i haven't had a really good answer other than to bag your own blood and this is just some more information kind of on that subject we've all thought it at least a few times what happens if we need a blood transfusion there's so much vaccinated blood around there it's not even vaccinated it's basically uh gene therapy technology installed yeah. into people's bloodstreams that's killing massive amounts of people around 20 million worldwide 160 i mean that literally you get blood from a vax person it, as an unvaxxed person that could literally be a death sentence and I, I wouldn't do it just because of the dna uh potential ramifications from the uh covid kill shot an increase in death year over year according to lincoln national one of the top uh life insurance companies in the world it's something that a lot of us are rightly concerned about and this out of ctv news it's in canada it says covid19 misinformation prompts some patients 
to refuse blood transfusions from oh, vaccinated yeah. donors. Oh, misinformation, hey? Okay, yeah. well, we'll get into that in a second. <clears throat> this out of KHN, it says, tainted blood, COVID skeptics request blood transfusions from unvaccinated donors. Well, who wouldn't? If you're unvaccinated at this point, you probably don't want the death jab um, put in you via some blood transfusion. It's a very serious issue. This out of those nerdy girls, um, it says, if an unvaccinated person gets blood from a vaccinated person, will the vaccine transfer? We have this out of CBC News in Canada. It says doctors seeing resistance to blood transfusions over unfounded COVID vaccine concerns. So, first of all, let's start with the unfounded part. Unfounded, yeah. It's not unfounded. As we've gone over many, many times before, as this says of the expose, COVID injection. I've given you almost two years of the horrific genocidal consequences of getting the kill shot. I mean, but they're unfounded because the devil says so, evidently. This is why you got to do your own, you got to do your homework, you know. In aftermath, a study finds 94% of vaccine recipients have pre-blood clot formations and foreign particles. And we've done videos where we went through this entire study, 100% of it, which right. included 1,006 participants out of Germany. I mean, it, it, it was also backed up by a study in Italy. And we also know that uh, as far as the study goes in Taiwan, 29% uh, of children that were vaccinated that were studied um, had some form of heart condition. So this is a real issue. And for them to call it some kind of misinformation and that it's unfounded, it's it's totally absurd. And, you know, we we've all thought of it a few times. What if I get hit by a car? What if I have, you know, I, my appendix burst? You don't want to think it into reality. But the reality is that it could happen. And many of us watching in this next year, it'll happen to. And then what are we going to do? We don't want vaccinated blood injected in us. So um, this is one of the biggest problems that I think a lot of us um, face without really even knowing it. And that's one of the things we're going to get into today because there are some solutions popping up. This out of natural news, it says unvaccinated blood banks learn about the growing movement for, for clean transfusions. Now we're going to get into this and much more today because again, we are facing down a beast and we do not wish to inject ourselves with that beast. We've seen what it's done to so many people, friends, family, etc. And we don't need it to happen to us via a health procedure, which unfortunately, the way it goes, most of us have some kind of health procedure in our lifetime. And many of us have it many more times than that. And I know of some people that were about to die and were bleeding out and had to get a blood transfusion in 2021. And now there's a bunch of question marks above their head. What did I put in me? Could I be partially jabbed with mRNA? Well, unfortunately, likely so. And it's one of those things that we really have to face. So in this video today, we're going to go into these unvaccinated blood banks. And also, I urge people, and look, I'm not invested in it yet, but I, I urge people to in, it, it possibly, if you want to, it's my opinion, not investment advice, but to invest in these companies that are actually trying to do this, because this could 
save our lives later on down the road. Before we get into it, my friends, make sure to check those links below. Check out rncstore.com, Richardson Nutritional Center, your source for Laetrile online, made famous by G. Edward Griffin's book, World He's talking about Laetrile and he's talking about apricot seeds. and He's like, I take like a handful a day. I wouldn't wouldn't go much above five or six or – seven seeds it's it's a form of organic cyanide it's just not something i would personally want to push the envelope laetril or uh, vitamin b17 is something that i would include potentially in a cancer protocol now i don't put those together anymore i i just i don't have the time um with my uh the constraints of the ministry but I would never put all my eggs in that one basket because it's organic cyanide. And it's B17, I get it. But I just would kind of tend to err on the side of safety. There's so many things you can do for cancer. Um, I think it'd be a great addition, 100%. I just, it's not one of those things I put all my eggs in. I, I surely am not going to take a handful a day. And again, he's giving out health advice and he's he's really, he needs to stay in his lane because... Um, um, that's that's a product you don't want to go too crazy with is all these mainstream medias say anyone that doesn't want vaccinated blood is is promoting misinformation you know the same medias that promoted all the misinformation about how you'll never get so-called covid something that's not even been isolated uh if you got jabbed or if you wore a mask and now they're asking for amnesty meanwhile the global governments are trying to create a new uh, global vaccine passport, which we also recently reported on. All the while, we have all of these studies coming out, just massive amounts of studies on the absolute danger of these death shots. They're not, they can't even be called vaccines because they, they're not, by definition, a vaccine. Well, thank God some people are moving towards some results and some solutions here. So this out of Natural News, it says, unvaccinated blood banks Learn about the growing movement for clean transfusions. Now, let's get into this article. It says, Swiss Swiss naturopath George Della Pietra has started a new safe blood donation service to provide clean, unvaccinated blood for patients needing transfusions. Since the general blood supply is now tainted with fully vaccinated spike protein-laden chemical blood, demand for pure blood is soaring. Pietra apparently saw this as a great opportunity to provide clean blood, which is now more in demand than ever. Calling the Wuhan coronavirus COVID-19 mass injection campaign the crime of the century, Pietra believes the messenger that messenger RNA, mRNA, COVID shots contaminate the blood and destroy the immune system. Well, we all heard about many blood banks for a while actually not even taking vaccinated blood because of concerns over it. But of course, they want a mass genocide, so they have mostly taken them now. It says, if an unvaccinated person receives a transfusion of blood containing mRNA, spike proteins, and whatever else is contained inside those vials, then he or she could also become contaminated, hence why he came up with the Safe Blood Donation Service. The corporate-controlled media is mocking Pietra while accusing him of pseudoscience, but the fact remains that pure blood is in increasingly high demand because nobody wants the tainted stuff. And I quote, I get hundreds of emails asking me, do you have blood available because I have surgery coming up in three weeks, Pietra is quoted as saying. Very sad. 
We want to be a platform for people who want to have the free choice of blood donors. Whether they think there is a real conspiracy theory going on uh, that the New World Order is happening or they simply say, I don't want it for whatever reason. Well, a lot of people just don't want to take risks. Okay. So this goes on for two, I don't know, the 18-minute mark here. Uh, but that's basically you know, the gist of what I wanted you to be aware of it. Um, if you are interested, you know, I'll give you the link there that, uh, you know, to click on it, it'll be part two, the, the second uh, thing I, I covered unvaxed blood drive. So, uh, now let's go to the next, uh, subject here, 5g and what is causing animals to walk in circles? What is the new phenomenon? Videos are pouring in from across the world, animals walking in circles. Some say it's biblical. Even the fish are swimming erratically. But maybe there's another explanation. You see, frequencies can have an effect on physiology, and they have known this for some time. Maybe these animals walking in circles are reacting to a sudden change in frequency. Maybe it's the 5G that's incrementally coming more and more online, the satellites and the 5G base stations and the smart meters and the uh, smartphones and, you know, the lights and the LED lights and the, all that. Um, and maybe walking in circles is just the latest symptom of a recent and dramatic shift in frequency. So if you want to see pictures of this, the whole first part of the video is that I'm not going to play that it's tons and tons of videos of like sheep and all types of livestock walking in circles. And it is weird. It's, it's some really weird stuff. What people haven't been told, our weapon systems experts. These technologies will now, what it showed at the very beginning of this, I, I advanced it to the five minute, five and a half minute mark. And the very, if you advance it there, you'll see a smartphone on the ground, on the concrete, and there's ants crawling every which way around. As soon as a call starts to come in to the smartphone, you could see it. It says anonymous call coming in. Literally in unison, the ants start walking in a circle around the smartphone, not getting like giving it a periphery, like it's a circle and they're all in this big and it's very much like the phenomenon going on. So again, there's a smartphone doing it, uh, whether it's whether that's 100% related to the animals walking in circles. The, the difference being is that when the animals are walking in circles, there's not a 5G base station in the center of what they're walking around. So it is different. It is different. But um, maybe not so different. I, I above my pay grade. This is a guy who was an expert on all of this talking. Developed for the defense industry to attack enemies on the battlefield. This is not. Uh... He's saying the five G weapon systems were developed. Let me just back this up just a hair, um, so you can hear this. What people haven't been told. I'm a weapon systems expert. These technologies were developed for the defense industry to attack enemies on the battlefield. This is not a telecommunications upgrade. So he's a West weapon system specialist. They're, they're, they were invented, the 5G and these types of things were invented to um, uh, attack people on the battlefield. And I, I am 100% firmly convinced this is why another reason, even if you haven't been vaccinated, now you got to worry about, you know, well, not say worry, but the shedding from people being exposed in that way you know the chemtrails are still going the the decimation of the food supply all the other stuff they're doing uh but 5g is more and more incrementally coming online 
And I do believe that 5G also targets the oxygen molecule in the body. And, you know, for those that feel like, wow, I, I, I just, I'm, I'm super tired. I can't maybe catch my breath. My cardio is not there. Um, that is really the only reason I would need to tell you that that may be happening. Granted, it's more important probably now to exercise and to do some type of, it doesn't have to be crazy, just light cardio. You know, I'm doing like five, four to five mile, th anywhere from three to five mile walks on, on my treadmill. Um, I try to get those in. And I have found that as far as if you're, it's, it's probably the best thing you can do for burning fat. It's not going to tax your system. If your system's already taxed, if you're already in a lot of stress, you want to be careful doing really hardcore weight workouts, which is where my back, my, my background is in there. I've kind of gotten away from that. Um, if I redline, I don't do it a ton. Um, I feel like that steady state cardio is a better option. Um, if you have a treadmill, one of the things that you can do is, is mine has a little, little tiny little shelf on it and I can actually put my laptop there. And it's one of the few times I'll even use Wi-Fi, but I'll use the Wi-Fi and I'll walk on it and I'll watch whatever stuff like this or whatever on the treadmill and the time goes by so much better what i hate and i'm sure a lot of you can relate to this is you're on a treadmill and you're staring at a blank wall even listening to music it's just ah, i feel like i'm i'm part part of me feels like i'm wasting time i, I want to be like multitasking and, and and i'm that now for some people that maybe not be the case but man you wouldn't believe if you have like a video or something a cool video playing in front of you how quick the time goes by and before you know it you've walked three four five miles and you know depending on the person you know um if you're not there you know start with what you can start at you know, and it, just go at your own pace anything you do that you're not currently doing from a cardiovascular standpoint you're going to benefit from I truly believe that this 5G, to a certain extent, is um, targeting also the kidneys and the adrenals. Uh, I, I'm, I'm getting more and more convinced of that as the stuff that I've been battling seemingly out of like nowhere. And I really believe that a lot of this 5G is targeting adrenals and kidneys. And that has a lot to do with stress, how you cope with stress. Um, uh, your body's ability to, you know, uh, detoxify the primarily the liquids that you're putting into it. It's, it's a kidneys are basically the, you know, two of the most important blood filters of the body. Um, I talk a lot about the liver. I've talked a lot about the liver in the past, but the kidneys work with the liver in that regard, and it's. You don't want to mess around with the kidneys, okay? You, that is not an organ. I've had a lot of patients in stage, okay, that come to me. They're typically, in the past, they were elderly. And they've got, you know, pitting edema, pooling of fluid in their ankles, shortness of breath. 
you realize when that starts to happen, it's congestive heart failure. And that's typically a death sentence. They'll prescribe diuretics. That doesn't fix the problem. All that does is, is basically mandate something to happen to the body. It's not supporting the kidneys. It's driving them, but you're already driving a very weak organ. And uh, there's a lot of things that you can do, though, to support the kidneys. Um, and signs of it are, like, like I said, fluid retention, puffy face, pooling of water in the ankles, high blood pressure, um, you can have eye problems. Um, there's a lot of different, um, you can have flank pain, kidney flank pain in the back. Um, there's a lot of different things, but there's a lot of different things you can do naturally where you don't even have to take a pill or anything. Um, uh, lemon, half a lemon and, um, a tablespoon of Bragg's apple cider vinegar and um, like a good food grade like Bob's Red Barn baking soda like a teaspoon mix that together super good for the kidney. even even a nephrologist say that baking soda is super good for the kidneys and you I, I mix them together and there's like a reaction there because it's acid alkaline and then put that with a little bit of uh, cranberry juice because it doesn't have the greatest taste and cranberry is good for the kidneys, but you you don't want to do a ton of sugar either. Another sugar's other another thing that can be rough um, if you're doing a lot of that on the kidneys. But you do that like once a day. You parsley super good for the kidneys, and you can. In fact, what I did tonight is I boiled a big gigantic handful, and you boil it for like um, ten minutes, and you drain off the juice. Uh, you want to buy organic. It's, it's not expensive. I mean, we're, this stuff I'm talking about is not that expensive. Um, you boil off, um, you boil it for 10 minutes, let it sit a little bit, pour it through a strainer. And I made, I made like, I don't know, 32 ounces tonight. And then you just drink that. You just drink that. And it really doesn't have that bad taste. It, it's a lot easier to drink that than it would be to eat the amount of parsley. Now, I'm not saying it's totally equivocal, equal or whatever, but it's one of those things you can do that you're not going to really break the bank. It's all natural food. It's no, there's no pill. I've got a lot of natural kidney products in my product lines, but for a lot of people, this is a better way to start. Turmeric is super good for the kidneys. You can mix that even with the lemon juice and the and these are things that are going to help support and calm down the kidney and 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 it has this cascading effect in the body and if you're helping the kidneys a lot of times you're helping the adrenals because the adrenals sit right on top of the kidneys and the adrenals are the chief gland that helps you cope with stress and this is why i've always cautioned against drinking too much caffeine because the more caffeine you're drinking the more you're driving your adrenals and it gets to a point where it's like you're whipping a tired horse. You should always be taking breaks off caffeine. You know, like at least one day before you, you know, if you're going to do a lot on a particular day, you know you are. Obviously, this depends on age. It depends. But I think a lot of this, I am truly coming to the conclusion that a lot of this is 5G incrementally coming online. And things that you might not be dealing with for 10 years, you might be dealing with now as a result of the 5G. And if you're around a lot of people that are vaxxed, all that shedding, that's a whole other issue. Now that's more immune system stuff. 
I think the 5G is more detrimental on the oxygen molecule and on the kidneys and on the... Uh... Now, granted, 5G does a host of horrific things. It is a... It's a bio... It's a kind of electronic bioweapon like he's describing here. So only God knows really what it's doing. And this is why I think it, it talks about in Daniel where it says that, the, you know, the devil's going to wear down the saints. This is, I hate to say it, guys, but this is that process. He's wearing down the saints. Now, we're more than overcomers through the Lord Jesus Christ and through his shed blood. Okay. So I'm not being defeatist here. I'm just saying, I'm finding in my own life that I'm having to do more now just to preserve my health than any other time in my life by far it's ridiculous how much i'm doing now and that's just to maintain this ministry um just to so i can keep doing what i'm doing you know ideally what you would want to be is in some place that was shielded like some place that didn't have a ton of smart appliances and that if you had your own house you could use that shielding paint and shield your house from all the 5G bombarding you. And obviously to not be near a gigantic tower, that would also be super good. And that could be checked with those, with a lot of the uh, EMF meters to, to see, you know, to get your, your levels down. That would be the ideal. I'm not in a position where I can actually do that where I'm at. But another thing you can do to shield yourself is to get the EMF shielding garments, which are kind of widely available online emf just emf electromagnetic frequency shielding garments you can go up on amazon and just see what they've got now i'm not telling you to buy on amazon but i'm saying that if you want to rate things and you want to get a price point you know you can go and, and you can do that and, and that's a good um starting point to see okay is is the does does the garment run small does it run um you know whatever what's the quality you know they're expensive um, and you got to really take care of them, but it's probably the best alternative for somebody that maybe they're in an apartment complex, maybe they're in a rental or things like that. They they don't have the time, the energy, or the, the money to do like shield themselves with like that um, EMF paint that you can buy. Well, that's probably the next best thing. Um, one of the product, one of the companies I've used a lot that has a big selection is called Less L E S S E M F dot com. Less L E S S E M F as an electromagnetic frequency dot com. They got shielding, they've got detectors, they've got clothing, bedding, fabrics, textiles, stuff for phones, computers, smart meter shields, plastic, glass, paints, wire shield. I'm like I'm looking at their website right now. Um They've got all kind of stuff for dirty electricity, educational kits, low EMF, even appliances. They got about everything, pet shielding, all kind of stuff. Um, so I just ordered from them the other day. I got another um, shirt and uh, man, it, they, they ship quick. I mean, I, I couldn't believe how quick I got it. But um, I'll post a link right here where I am... Um, I'm talking about this in the PDF. I wasn't even going to talk about this today, and, and I'll probably do more on this. But um, you know, it's it's a super super important subject. If you feel like your health is falling apart right now, like out of nowhere, like, like no other time in your life, 
I am becoming more and more convinced a lot of it is the 5G. And you can imagine what these targeted individuals, like I've got a lot of listeners that have been targeted for years. So now it's like, oh, wow, now I'm, I'm understanding fully what, like, what a little bit about what their life's going like, you know. And again, this is why I'm really big also on, you know, praying every day and putting on the full armor of God and praying something like Psalm 64, which asks God to hide you from the secret counsel of the wicked, to make you invisible to them and to their attacks. And then these warfare prayers where you're fighting back. It's, it's kind of a combination of everything. Um, anyway, I just posted that link, lessemf.com, or you can just... Find it online. Anyway, let's let's go back to this uh, report here. And I'm gonna let this gentleman talk here. The antenna design can be up to a hundred thousand times more powerful than a 4G antenna. 4G antennas radiate. Into so he's saying a 5G antenna because you might. It's he's in a courtroom where he's doing this. It looks like, and it's kind of an echo, and he's got an accent. He's saying. Um, it can be many, many, many more times more powerful, the 5G than the 4G, as far as even a weapons platform. Well, 5G antennas focus the radiation. Now, you'll be told by ICNIP, etc., that there's no damaging effects from non-ionizing radiation. That is false. Non-ionizing radiation is used in lasers to cut stainless steel. Anybody that thinks that non-ionizing radiation that is focused in a beam wave is safe has been given a false egg. It's not correct. Public Health England stated they don't expect to see any further increase in radiation from the deployment of 400,000 5G mass across the country. That is false. We're being uh, misled by public authorities is very, very concerning. The fact that government are stating that health effects cannot be taken into consideration in planning is extremely uh, worrisome. The fact that this technology is derived from battlefield uh, technologies and has been deployed in battlefield. If you want to see some of the pictures that I have of people who've been attacked by this type of equipment on a battlefield, they're not very pleasant to see. If you look at the uh, design of the equipment, it is battlefield interrogation equipment. It's basically radar that can then focus directly at a target. Um, it, it is astounding that the telecommunications industry has selected the frequencies out of the huge spectrum of frequencies that are absolutely destructive to ourselves and especially to the pioneer plan. You know, the so he's saying here, in case you're not hearing all this, that the telecommunications, it's amazing that this big coincidence that they have selected these specific frequencies that um, just, you know, amazingly and evidently coincidentally do the most damage to us from a physical standpoint the telecommunications these same devils that are profiting off your smartphones and all the the, the stuff that goes along with that they're do, it's a depopulation it is it is to make us sick and it's hey if you didn't get the kill shot we'll we'll, we'll get you this way you know, and if you got the kill shot and you have this one, now you got all the five, you got all the nanotech inside you where the 5G base stations can actually communicate with the nanotech and it's self-assembling. So then that can do its thing. But even if you didn't get the kill shot, your, your, um, 
you're most likely being affected by this unless you're in an area where there's you know almost no 5g um which those do exist pretty much but then again then you've got the satellites via you know elon musk and those other satellites that are on our prayer list and from that standpoint you know the only way i would know to get away from that is to be in some type of you know shielded environment whether it's a cave or whether it's a house that has the 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 shielding and then you verified it with the emf meters and i you know i i wish that life wasn't this complicated i mean i feel like my life gets more complicated every almost every day with all the garbage that satan is throwing at us you know it's unbelievable um it's it's just it's 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 indescribable how many ways the devil is trying to kill us off and this is why you know just keep doing your research trust in the lord with all thine heart and lean not unto, unto thine own understanding and all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy paths. And that's probably what we all need more than anything right now is for him to direct our paths and for him to guide us and direct us in the way that we should go. And that pray that you would be obedient to whatever he tells you because what he might indicate to you or, or might show you might be something pretty radical. I don't know. It's going to be different for everybody, I believe. Couldn't have made any better choices than... 2.4 gigahertz um, that the end point that when you have inhaled aluminum as we do from the geoengineering program so he's talking about the, the chemtrails that they, they spray us with the um, nanosized, nanosized aluminum um, all the other garbage in the chemtrails so when you inhale that uh, have glyphosate in the food chain that glyphosate and aluminum combine in the blood and in the in the gut and in the bloodstream to form six different uh, chemical compounds uh, that where aluminum and glyphosate are hooked up together and the end point of that compound is the pineal gland published you know it's not my so own. the the aluminum and the glyphosate in the food that they spray all over the the um, non-organic crops monsatano which bear bought which is, you know, just as satanic as Monsanto, Monsanto, um, they combine in the bloodstream evidently and target your pineal gland, which has a lot to do with circadian rhythm, which has a lot to do with our believe it. And I know this is going to sound new age, but with really our connection with our ability to connect with God in a certain way, there are certain things that God put in us from a physiological standpoint that have an impact on that. And I'm not fully versed in all that on, on, on all the ramifications of that, but I think it would be if you, I mean, if you were the devil, that would be a gland that you would really try to get. Guess what fluoride does too? It calcifies the pineal gland. And that's something they've been dumping in our water. Not only is it a bone softening, not only is it cancer causing, not only does it burn out your lower brain lobes, which causes, which uh, has to do with your will to resist, but it also calcifies the pineal gland. Now, um, I will say this, I know one thing, liquid phosphorus decalcifies basically any structure I know of in the body. Um, I guess you could say, well, yeah, but how do you know it's crossing blood-brain barrier? Well, I know phosphorus gets into the bloodstream, and I'm sure it gets into the brain. So I would say 
liquid phosphorus. Um, standard process makes a good one, but it's very powerful. It's phosphood. Uh, the one that I carry now, the biotic cells, is a lighter version. Um, I'd say it's about a third of the strength of phosphood, maybe half to a third. Um, the thing is with phosphood is, or phosphorus, if you're just going to do that, you if you just do that by itself you can create a calcium deficiency because everything competes with stuff in the body and phosphorus is aggressive at going after calcium so aggressive that if you were to take phosphate and just hold it in your mouth it would start to erode the enamel on your teeth okay if you hold it there for hmm, three or four seconds it'll help take tartar off your teeth you go any longer it'll start working on your enamel. So it's a product that I exercise some caution with, okay? And um, I'm not here to give medical advice. I'm just saying liquid phosphorus will compete and will decalcify things in the body, which can be helpful with arth arthritic cases, if there's spurring involved and um, things of that nature. Oh, if there's calcification of the arteries, uh, calcification of organ systems. Um, phosphorus is super good for that. And uh, what is needed for this compound to actually enter the brain is to open up the blood-brain barrier. And the current frequencies in the Wi-Fi world are exactly doing that. They open the blood-brain barrier. So toxins that used to stay in the bloodstream and in the body below right. the neck are now entering the brain very freely. So did you hear what he said? So the, the 5G is allowing the toxins to penetrate the blood-brain barrier. It's the actual thing that's opening the gates now so that the glyphosate and the aluminum, the nanocellized aluminum can get in and only God knows what else. So do you see we're competing with things? We're dealing with things that now that no man or woman on earth ever had to deal with. I guarantee you, even Noah's day, they weren't dealing with this. I don't think they had flying machines, chemtrailing them. I think it was way more overt and in your face in Noah's day, you know, with the giants and the Nephilim. And it was pretty much in your face. It wasn't, they didn't have to do all this nuanced stuff like they're doing now to try to kill us, you know, 19 different ways to Sunday. We're dealing with things now that no person ever in the history of mankind is having to deal with so if you're having if you feel like your body's breaking down i feel you i really do because it is harder now just to maintain health for a lot i mean i i talked to taylor her co-workers and they, if she says all my co-workers that are you know they're all on meds or they're if they're past 50 it's like they just feel like they're falling apart um they just it's it's endemic and and some of it i'm sure is the kill shot some of it is the is the 5g's incrementally coming on more line and some of it is the glyphosate in the food some of it is the it's this big combination of all these different ways that the devil's trying to take us out it applies to all toxins um and so it's a new time in that way and maybe walking in circles is just the latest symptom of a recent and dramatic shift in frequency. Right. Maybe Which it could be. It could be. I don't want to get dogmatic about that. Um, because unlike the smartphone with the answer going around in a circle, and that's clearly um, visible, there's no, there's no 5G source emanating from the center 
as far as I can tell, of any of these circles that the animals are walking around. Okay, so, I, but I don't know. Maybe maybe it is that. I mean, it's, it's just, I don't want to get super dogmatic and say, oh, it's definitely got to be that. Okay, now I'm going to fast forward ahead here uh, to around the 23 minute mark and I'm going to play another about three or three minute clip here. So here we are in London and we're measuring electromagnetic radiation and the, gov uh, the council has said it should be no bigger than 200. It's council you at the 1815 resolution it should be. Now the, the gentleman you heard in the courtroom that I played earlier, this is him and I'm assuming it's his wife. They're in London and they're measuring, they've got a really good uh, EMF detector, uh, a, more of a high-end one, and they're measuring the radiation just there in on one of the streets in London. So that's the that's the backdrop. More than two hundred millivolts, and what we've got there, we've got three thousand there now, two thousand. 3,000, 3,600, but there's a couple of masks up on the top there. So, that's so you can see that's way over what it should be, and everyone's getting absolutely bathed in it, which is going to rip their DNA apart. It's going to cause cancer. It's going to cause um, fluid in their lungs. going to cause them to cough, stop breathing. This is really... Yeah, because it's attacking the oxygen molecule. You know, that's a big reason why I up so much my cardio that, that I'm doing. And I'm probably in the best shape that I've been in in, like... Hmm, man. I mean, from a cardio standpoint, I don't know. Like 20 years, probably. I've lost a lot of weight, fat weight, really. Now, I was I was up, I was high, because I, when I was working out really heavy in the gym, you know, more of the ego lifting stuff that I, but I didn't feel bad. I, I thought, oh, you know, whatever you set your hand to, do it with all your might. Um... But I realized recently that I needed to get my weight down. And it wasn't like I'm walking around with a big pendulous gut or something. I didn't have that, but I was just big. And I needed to just set the ego aside and just drop weight, okay? And even the weight I've dropped, and I've dropped, oh my word, I'm down, uh, oh, I don't know, about 30, 30 pounds. Even then, I feel like I, I got to just keep going. I really do. I, I feel like whatever they're doing with this 5G is so serious that I need to get down to a really manageable body weight. And let me tell you, I cannot believe how hard it is also to lose weight. I used to, I remember when I was in my 20s, I'd wake up and be five pounds lighter than when I went to sleep. For me to lose one pound now at 53, it takes such an extreme effort to do that. It is insane. I'm doing more now by far than I have ever done in my life. And I'm, I'm getting there. It's slow though. Man, is it slow. Man, is it agony. I just came off basically a three-day uh, fast as well. Um, it was more liquids and broths. It wasn't a strict fast or whatever. Um, but... My advice to people that are, that are, um, you know, if you've got any kind of weight on you that you do not need, I would say get rid of it now because number one, the more you age, it doesn't get any easier to lose weight. The more you age, the more processes in the body slow down and the harder it is to get rid of weight. Um, 
the sooner you do it, the better and maintain it. And the biggest thing to go by is your waist size. You know, it's, um, in how, I mean, obviously how you look in the mirror to a certain extent, but the waist size is a big determiner of, um, the metabolic syndrome, which basically sets you up for plaque in the arteries, heart disease, um, uh, diabetes, high triglycerides, blood lipids that are way out of balance, stuff like that. You want to keep as much as possible your waist size to a manageable. It's one of the greatest predictors and indicators of um, really death is how big your waist is. You know, I remember when I was in like college, I had a wasp waist on. I mean, it was, I did a bodybuilding show a long time ago. Mr. Atlanta in like 92 and I always, you know, I had a really small waist and, you know, over the years, I just kind of, you know, I think it was because the whole ego lifting in the gym and stuff. And I wasn't going in there and throwing weights around and doing stupid stuff. I rarely got injured. Um, but in order to be super mega strong in the gym, it's just like why strong men get to be 400 and over 400 pounds because the more weight you're putting on, typically the stronger you are. And, and for me, and I mean, I say that to my shame, I guess, you know, regarding this whole thing. I mean, just kind of like letting you all know that I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have, have done that. It, then trying to actually lose the weight later. Oh my word. It's insane. Horribly, insanely hard. And I think this 5G and all this other stuff they're doing is so complicating it. That whole process. Um, so anyway, I don't know if, if that's an encouragement to any of you out there, you, you know, hearing that. And, and maybe if, if you've been racking your brain about, hey, what's going on with me lately physically? I don't think you got to look any further than, than, granted, there's a lot of factors. But I think this 5G thing is this 900 pound gorilla in the room that if it's the it's the main thing that you're dealing with if you're if you're non-vaxxed especially you know dangerous and they're gonna just be getting this dose all the time and uh, it's increasing well that that mast up there that 5g mast up there emits what's called a corona it's an electrical discharge so it's a collimated signal in air and obviously we're measuring 3000 down here 2,800 there, 2,800, 2,000, 4,000. So it popped at 4,000. So you can see that some type of beam forming characteristics from the antenna. The that it's so these numbers are astronomically higher than safe levels that anybody should be exposed to. And you're getting hit with it, especially in the cities, especially as they go more toward the smart city paradigm. You're getting hit with it 24-7 and you don't see it. You, you don't have, you don't have any idea unless you've got one of these EMF meters. Around there all the time. See that? So that's pretty toxic. Uh, that'll reduce your life expectancy significantly and it will cause significant breathing issues. Yeah. Uh, you know, m making people just generally unwell. The radiation from this tran this, these transmitters is accumulative. It's cumulative over time. So that's how toxic this area is. Yeah. And these people are walking around. I try and explain this. An x-ray, if you go to a hospital and get an x-ray, 
it is in a millisecond. This is on 24 yep. hours a day, seven days a week. Not as powerful as an x-ray. However, this chronic exposure is toxic to biological life. That's about to get bigger as they lay more and more cables and towers for this. And we are in London right now, near St Pancras. And that's what you've just measured here. Yep, Ofcom, when I tried to put this in the press on local radio, Ofcom, even though I, I gave all the evidence in of where I got all of the scientific evidence-based studies, Ofcom then shut me down, the radio kicked me off, and they fined the radio, they then put me in the Guardian newspaper for trying to bring this to the public's attention, didn't name me. So today I'm in London seeing a barrister, and I'm going to be taking, hopefully, Ofcom to court for stopping information that is potentially going to harm and kill the public from getting into the public domain. Catch you later, guys, on more updates. God bless them and their righteous efforts. Uh, I, I haven't seen a whole lot pan out in the international courts or in, you know, courts because, you know, they're so they're so corrupted and everything. Not to say it couldn't happen, um, but, you know, let's go further here. So um, then we'll play this. Doctors from all over the world call for an immediate stop of 5G. And just these are... Uh, doctors doing this and they're at some doctors call for delaying deployment of 5g due to health risks 5g fifth generation technology promises faster download speeds and conveniences that most of us have never dreamed of but will also be blanketed with a new type of radiation called millimeter waves health experts are warning about the rising risks with a 5g rollout it's not been made clear to the public that 5G won't just be another number and letter on your cell phone. It requires an entirely new infrastructure of thousands of small cellular antennas to be erected throughout cities where it's going to be installed. What would 5G infrastructure look like? Small cell antennas could be placed as close as every third hydro pole. Scientists from 42 countries are now warning their governments about the emerging health problems associated with wireless radiation and Canadian doctors and scientists have added their voices. The most prevalent symptoms include headache, fatigue, decreased ability to concentrate, tinnitus, irritability... Tinnitus is ringing in the ears. ...and insomnia. Insomnia. Yes, because, I mean, if it's, if it's targeting... A lot of this stuff is targeting pineal gland. I know they talked about the glyphosate in the um, aluminum targeting pineal gland and then the 5g opens up the gates to the blood brain barrier and allows that to infiltrate that and then also the fluoride in the water supply also calcifies the pineal gland so it's no wonder what i'm saying to you guys is that i wish i could tell you this is going to get better but the only way this is going to get if you're having a lot of problems with these issues i mean you you can pray for the lord to literally shield you and protect you from this which is something you should be doing. But from a physiological just standpoint, like I said, the only way I know of to really get away from this is either to move to another location where maybe 5G exposure is a lot less, but then again, you got you're dealing with the satellites, or do some type of shielding uh, in, in wherever you're at, or at bare minimum do the shielding garments. 
now, I mean, I know this isn't for everybody. I'm talking to the people that are really having a lot of problems with ongoing health problems that are seemingly coming out of nowhere, getting worse for seemingly no real reason. Well, you don't got to look any further than this. And then again, we're not even talking about the COVID shedding and, and that all that other rigmarole here too. Impacts on the heart and the nervous system are also of great concern. So patients are Dr. Rena Bray has been working at the Provincial Environmental Health Clinic for 15 years and seen the number of people suffering adverse effects from electromagnetic exposure rising. We are concerned that the upcoming introduction of 5G will significantly increase the proximity and extent of exposure to microwave radiation in Ontarians. We predict that the number of people who develop the symptoms I just mentioned will rise in the places where 5G is first installed. Dr. Magda Havis is internationally recognized for her research on the biological effects of electromagnetic pollution. She said that at high intensities, these waves cause intense heat and pain because sweat glands on the surface of our skin act like mini antennas. At lower frequencies, scientists are predicting damage to eyes, loss of insect yep. populations, which are already declining. Right, insect population. I don't know if you guys have noticed, like I noticed there's a lot less insects like that I'm dealing with downstairs we have like a more of a basement area and it just doesn't seem like there's as many and i'm not using pesticides i'm using like more like uh, sticky traps and and that type of stuff some natural baits and things of this nature but i've noticed that and you know yeah with the eyes and we're going to talk about the eyes next the 5g is horrible for the eyes that's another thing uh, and, you know, obviously, if they can blind a huge swath of the population, that's really beyond horrible, you know. So we're going to kind of be looking at that next. Antibiotic resistance and bacteria and physiological effects on the nervous system and on the immune system. Radiation from radio frequencies is classed in the same category of carcinogens as lead. One advisor to the World Health Organization said there's enough evidence that if they were to re-evaluate radiofrequency radiation, it would be placed in class one, i.e. a human carcinogen, and governments could not possibly ignore that. Some say the scientific debate about the health effects of microwave radiation is over, but the question remains, can we afford to take this risk? Medical doctors are requesting delayed deployment until testing can be conducted on the long-term biological effects of 5G technology. But obviously they're not going to do that. They're, 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 they're going to go full headlong. You know, they're already talking about 6G, you know, and it's just incrementally. Every time you go from like 4G to 5, it's, it's incremental by levels and factors of 10 and stuff. So, uh, you know. This the stuff that I have to present in this ministry. A lot of it is really heavy duty types of of information, and this would fall along those lines. But if you're getting like it's showing the emerging health crisis, pain, fatigue, insomnia, memory concentration, depression, anxiety, dizziness, nausea, tinnitus, etc. All that can be caused from just five G. You know, you know, and so this is why I'm so big on have your your house. Now, granted, if if you're in a <laughs> If you're in an apartment complex or something, and it's Wi-Fi 24/7, you know, 
that wouldn't really be applicable. I mean, having an Ethernet cord as opposed to using Wi-Fi, it's probably not going to do you a whole lot of good because you're going to be getting bombarded with it anyway. Uh, in that particular case, you're probably your best thing would be to go with shielding garments um, or even creating some type of EMF shielding area in your apartment somewhere, which can be done. And, and that website I gave you, I think, can help you with that. Um, I'm just, my whole thing is, is I believe God led me into this ministry to help people. And I've always had that call, whether it's biblical things or health things or whatever. I'm telling you the stuff that I'm wrestling with myself or that I would tell my family. I'm, I'm telling you that, you know, I would... I would do something about this unless the Lord is leading you in another direction. If, if you can, if you feel like you're having a ton of health stuff out of nowhere, this may be the solution, but it, it might not be an easy fix. I mean, you might have to really, you know, go the extra distance in order to get some type of real remedy. One thing that you can do is to buy the shielding garments, um, if you can afford them, you know. Uh, because that is a that is a way you can get start to get immediate blockage of a lot of the stuff. It's not perfect, um, but it's certainly better than doing nothing. So take it to the Lord in prayer. This type of stuff. We're gonna now we're gonna talk about the um, blue light, and this is um, it's kind of along the same lines as, as, as the 5G in a way. It's it's something else that's affecting us. Um, and this is entitled, Blue Light Can Make You Fat, Sick, and Tired. Cardiac surgeon Dr. Steve Gundry talks with health and wellness contributor Craig Clemens about the hidden dangers of blue light. If you've experienced weight gain, despite your best efforts to eat healthy, this video offers an alternative explanation. It's very brief, but it's something that you may not be aware of at all. There's a lot of people, including myself, that think that Edison is the cause. So Dr. Steve Gundry, MD, heart surgeon, researcher, author. Of all modern diseases. So he says, and let me just let him say that again so you don't miss it. There's a lot of people, including myself, that think that Edison is the cause of all modern diseases with the invention of the light bulb. Because up until 100 years ago, we were always in sync with daylight. And it turns out that it's the blue light spectrum that actually controls a lot of interesting things in our lives. It's blue light that actually makes us hungry because during summertime, day length is very long, and the blue light in bright daylight actually stimulates some receptors in our brain that we ought to eat. Now, the reason for that was because that's when the food was available, and that's when all the fruit was ripe. And so we ought to eat until we can't eat anymore. And as long as that blue light is stimulating us, we're hungry. Now, with winter, Believe it or not, there's very little blue light. The angle on the sun changes. And see, so we no longer have that stimulation. So winter was a time, even if there wasn't much food, that we weren't stimulated to be hungry. Now, fluorescent lights 
are probably the most damaging of all lights because they have an incredible concentration of blue light. And so most of the day we're now surrounded by blue light. And then what do we do? Well, we go home and we go to the most intense blue light generator there is, our TV, and then, you know, we check our iPad or our iPhone, and it's been designed to intensely give you blue light. Yeah. All by design. Because you will stare at blue light, because your genes can't imagine why you wouldn't stare at this, because now it's summer, and this is a time to grow, and you should eat more. And that's why you get the munchies uh, sitting around. And the striking thing is people go, oh, wait a minute, we've had lights, we've had... You know, Abe Lincoln read by the fireplace, and he was up late at night reading. Well, if you think about it, next time you look at a fire, you'll notice that fire doesn't have any blue light. It has yellow light, and it has red light, and it has orange light. And those actually signal winter. And so we never had any problem when we were using kerosene lanterns. We never had any problems when we were using fireplaces to read by. And it's because our genes... Our circadian rhythm was never designed for this. So the verse that comes to mind about that, when he was just talking about that almost like nostalgic type of thing with the fires and things like that, um, not to say we don't have fireplaces today, but um, Jeremiah 6.16, Thus saith the Lord, Stand ye in the ways and see, and ask for the old paths. Where is the good way? And walk therein. Nothing that they're doing in today's day and age it's all it, it, under the name of convenience and oh it's more innovative these sick devils it's like everything they've engineered that supposedly has this veneer of good to it most all of it so much of it is designed to kill us you know or in this case blind us <laughs> or mess up our circadian rhythm or cause a host of things. And th this is one of the old paths that he's talking about here. And um, these LEDs are, are, this is why they're, they're not a good way to go. So ask for the old paths, where's the good way and walk therein and you shall find rest for your souls. But they said, we will not walk therein. So this is something that you can, you can do you can you can ask god for the old paths and something you can include in your prayers you know show me the old paths lord show me what i should be doing regarding all this because you know I, I can sit here and try to give you the best advice i know of i'm not god <laughs> you know he might have a total different way for you to go and i don't want to steer you in the wrong direction I, I think what i'm giving you today is some pretty solid advice overall i i hope to do that on a week-to-week -week basis um Here's the next one. Why I wear sunglasses at night. The destruction of vision. And um, this is from that Fullerton Informer guy. I'm not a fan of his. But um, I'm going to go ahead and play this. You know, it's a little over five minutes here. And he is driving down the road. And he's wearing, they look to be like ski goggles. Uh, over, I'm assuming... I don't know if he's wearing glasses or whether he's not, but um, he. This is he. I'll let him explain why he's doing what he's doing there. All right, folks. Um, 
you know, this is no joke. Um, you guys see me okay? This is not a joke, what's going on. Okay? Yeah, he does look pretty funny, though, with these big, gigantic ski goggles on when he's driving around. I mean, but, you know, he, he's like, it's no joke, you know. But it, it's, it's a little, little funny. We got some serious, serious problems. Now, he put this up three years ago. So, yeah, he was kind of right there ahead of the curve on this one. You guys see me okay? All right, let's see what's going on with the notifications here. All right. Are we up and running? Looks like it. All right. I'm going to give it a minute. Okay, as you can see, folks, this is not a joke. <clears throat> uh, it, can you see the glare of these headlights all around, ladies and gentlemen? Do you see that? All right, this is not a joke, folks. Um, okay, Joe, we know it's not a joke. They've weaponized the headlights. Now, the uh, the information I'm about to give you is, is a matter of whether or not you want to be able to see in a few years. You're going to go blind. And, and again, he makes these dogmatic statements, and that's one of the reasons that I, I kind of steer clear from, from the guy, because he... Just the impression he gives to me is he's somebody that we very, very unteachable. Can tell this guy a thing. Um, I've listened to him enough and I'm basing my opinion off that after listening to tons of his videos, not so much lately, but over over the years. Um, there are things, preventative things, but I do think that he's giving some good sound advice here overall regarding this. And it is something that I think we all need to be aware of if we're if you're driving at all at night, especially headlights on these cars are projector beams do you hear me these headlights are projector beam headlights that they're putting on all the cars now the newer ones now obviously the older versions you're not getting so much in unless you install those yourself but yeah a lot of and obviously the more newer cars are on the road the more this is going to be more the norm you know what that means That's right. Projector beams aimed at your eyeballs. All the oncoming traffic has projector beam headlights. Look at the, the glare behind me, right? It's now unbelievable, you, folks. You can see it. You can really see. There are these LED projector beam headlights they're putting in the new cars, and they're blinding. I don't know about you, but, you know, I don't drive a lot at night. Um, but when I do, I will wear these, um, the... Uh, I don't, I don't have the ski goggles, but I've got these, and I, I, I give you a link. You can go and, and look these up anywhere. I, I mean, I'm not, you know, obviously making any money off this. I'm just trying to do this to, you know, as men would do unto you, do ye also unto them, the golden rule that Jesus Christ gave us. Uh, but as an alternative to protect your eyes from blue light, LED and focus projector beam headlights for the money. I recommend the UVEX Amber safety glasses. 
they're about the top rated ones on Amazon. Now, you don't you don't have to get it on Amazon, but if you want to go see what they look like, when I don't advise I advise buying as little on Amazon as you have to, okay? Cuz they're devils. But the one thing I like is that you have that rating and you can go down there and you can see if it's a verified purchase and you can see overall what the people are saying about the product. Now, I'm not saying that's a perfect world, but I think a lot of the times you can get a pretty good idea. Can't do that on eBay. You know, yeah, they've got the star ratings and yeah, there's some comments a lot of times, but so much of the time there's not. You could just get a much better overview on Amazon. And so that's what I do. Um, now, you can use those, try to use them over your glasses, which is kind of what I do when I do drive. And it's, it doesn't work that great because they're not really made now. They make though... A no, it's called no cry blue light blocking over glasses safety glasses. Um, it's blue light blocking, and it's 100% UV protection. And these are ones that your kind of glasses kind of like fit into. And I'm gonna order, I'm gonna order at least a pair of those to try them out. And then they've got blue light blocking glasses. I just added all this in tonight to try to make it easy for you, if. You're in front of your computer and you wear, let's say, reading glasses or something. These will actually fit over the reading glasses. Okay. So it the three different links I give you here pretty much cover, I'd say, 95% of most bases regarding this application. Uh, especially at night you want to do this because the amber... Um, it simulates that old that the like the, the fireplace type of light and it blocks the blue light these these uvex and you're simulating like fire light and you're blocking the blue light and it helps with your circadian rhythm and it helps you get it, it will help you to naturally want to go to bed earlier um, the blue lights also very detrimental to your eyes that's from you know the laptop and um TVs. I, I don't have a TV um, other than one I play DVDs on for um, like workout, little cardio workout things. I've got one of those I play occasionally. But um, I mean, I'm on the I'm on the laptop so much, and I'm constantly. So I try to wear the um, the ones at night if I'm watching something. I can't really do it during a teaching like right now because I have so many things highlighted. If you put them on, you can't see the highlighting. <laughs> so I can't wear them during studies and everything. Uh, but it it's very, very good. It's one thing you can do super, super cheap to protect your eyes and to help with your circadian rhythm. And also um, weight gain too because of what the doctor before said about blue light and potentially could you know help help with that as well. All right, so let's go back and... Listen to some more. It's literally unbelievable. And we got to deal with these uh, street lights. I'm not kidding. I drive with these every night because you want to know something? When I get home, there's two things I like. I like to be able to go to sleep because all this white light, all this white light at night suppresses your melatonin. Yeah. And all of these projector beam headlights... Being driven around by which is produced in the pineal gland, so you see there's a lot of interplay here. What we've been talking about, 5G and the blue light, and you know, who have no clue what's on the front of their car are destroying your vision. 
Do you understand me? Those are facts, folks. Those are facts. The color of the lights coming off these new cars for the past 10, 15 years, the color of light coming off these car headlights is destructive to human health in a variety of ways. It suppresses the production of your sleep hormone called melatonin by tricking your body into thinking it's still daytime at night. Everywhere you go, I mean, you can't get around. Uh, they've put white, uh, they've put white lighting in everywhere. All the stores, the gas stations, the parking lots, the street lights, even in the homes now. I see people that have 6,500 Kelvin lights in their home. These bluish white lights, right? Yeah. At night. Yeah, the LED lights in the home are, are no good. I mean, go with, you know, like the incandescent, not fluorescent, not LED. And I understand the incandescent are the most inefficient and they they don't last as long. You can get long-lasting incandescent. I'm telling you, it's much better for you. The LEDs, there's I've done, I think I've done some teachings on it. The, the dirty electricity they produce and all the detrimental things. Like I said, anything they're bringing new to the table that's whiz-bang and, oh, this is the latest thing and it's better. It's it's not. It's most likely not. It's most likely there is some huge health catch that they're not telling you about where you'll pay a price down the road for actually implementing that. Worst thing you could do for your, for your health is to mess with the lighting at night, to have the wrong color of light coming out of these light bulbs at night, right? They have success. I'm pretty sure he's in a convertible. <laughs> he's driving down the road <laughs> with these gigantic goggles on. And he's got this pompadour hair anyway. This, I think he really takes pride in it. And it's just, this. he's got big hair. I mean, he's got like the bouffant pompadour thing driving down the road with these gigantic <laughs> glasses on. It's just, it's just comical. Oh, man. Successfully weaponized the evenings, folks. All right? Yeah, they have. This is not a joke. I'm not wearing this for attention, folks. I'm wearing this because... Well, this... you're going to get a lot of attention in a convertible at night driving down the road with those bad boys on. <laughs> How I roll when I come home. I cannot stand uh, being out... Uh, staring at these headlights, and you know what's even worse in some cases? The brake lights. That's right, the LED brake lights yeah. of some of these cars, especially oh, the Cadillacs. The Teslas have the worst headlights, and the uh, the Cadillacs have the worst brake lights. Mm. The wow. most blinding headlights are the Teslas, and the most blinding brake lights are the Cadillacs. Isn't that neat how much the New Order loves us and the devil? Isn't it neat how much he's just trying to help us out with just everything? That I've seen. And generally the worst offenders are the Japanese cars. Koreans aren't far behind them, right? But these projector beam headlights are, are uh, fitted on all the cars. Do you see this glare that never ends behind me? It never ends, folks. And if you have a long commute and you don't have a center divider and you're looking at people with their high beams, let me tell you something. Every night, 
that you expose your eyes to these lights, right. it notches away and wears away at your vision. Yep. It's destroying your photoreceptors permanently. Yeah. So if you've had to, all of a sudden in the past however many years recently, um, let's say five, four, five, three, four, five years, you drive a lot at night and your vision's going in a really bad direction at an unprecedented rate and you don't understand why. Don't look any farther than this. You don't have to look any farther than this. Now, I could say the same thing about the computer screens and the televisions. That's part of the agenda as well. But what I'm talking about right now is what many of us are forced to do, and that is to drive at night. Now, do you remember years ago when all the street lights were orange and they're kind of a warm orange color? Uh, now, everything is lit up like it's a full moon on steroids every single night. Do you know? Okay, so he gets into some stuff on the moon there, um, and this goes to about the 35-minute mark, but that's the gist of what I really thought that was important for you know my listeners to hear okay so the last thing i'm listing i already i already went over all the the three different um blue light blocking glasses that you can get none of these are going to break the bank either now i don't know where you can get those goggles that that he's wearing i mean i don't know if he's just wearing ski goggles that are uv protecting i'm assuming that would block out blue light i don't know I'm not 100% sure. I couldn't find them. I actually looked for them just, just to, you know, um, see if they existed. And I couldn't find them on Amazon. Maybe they do exist, though, specifically for blue light. I don't know. Um, I have um, also highly advocate for the eyes. The, um, the one I take is the Da Vinci Labs Healthy Eyes. I, take, I probably end up two a day on that. And then a really good... I carry two different um, adult fish oils, and this is this one by Pure Encapsulation is called Vision Pro, and it's got EPA, DHA, and GLA. These are the different fatty acids that are good for the eyes. It's probably the best one I've got just for the eyes. Um, a really good essential, not essential oil, but um, like a with these types of oils, these marine lipids and these types of things. Is super important for the eyes and then the healthy eyes has like I got a bottle right here it's got like one of those shotgun products that has everything but the kitchen sink in it for the eyes uh, beta carotene um, vitamin E b12 zinc selenium lutein lycopene zeaxanthine l-glutathione taurine alpha lipoic acid quercetin eye bright and bilberry so it's kind of it's got a little bit of everything in there covers a ton of bases um, that also is something that will greatly help to regenerate and preserve the eyes, especially if you implement the products and you start, you start blocking the blue light. Now, if you're not blocking the blue light, it's still going to help and slow things down and hopefully stop things. But you really, ideally, you really want to try to do both. The 5G, I don't... <laughs> You know, that's something where you're going to, now you, you can buy the, um, the eye masks on the, that EMF site that I told you about with the, with the garments and, but you're going to have to like, make sure your head is kind of shielded and they've got garments that'll do it. And your eyes are shielded. Um, you know, it's one of those things. It's not a perfect science. 
the, the only the, the best way obviously would it be in a totally shielded environment whenever like you're at home where you're not being exposed to this but that is probably not practical for the majority of people for various and multitude of different reasons i'm just trying to kind of give you some of the best advice i can give you um regarding the whole subject which is you know kind of complicated all right so let's go ahead and play this video dr roger hodgkinson he says there well 20 million deaths and 2 billion serious injuries from the covid vaccines so these videos just keep coming out more and more i alluded to this i believe in the last study of the study before that this is more of a synopsis of that not a long video one of the big pieces of news over the last uh, couple of days has been um, a, um, a, a substack by a gentleman called uh, Peter uh, Halligan. Peter Halligan has been looking, uh, he, he's a most experienced analyst ex in uh, financial industry, extremely used to looking at statistics and um, translating them into a summary statement and this is the summary statement and i hope your leaders are sitting down holding themselves because what i'm going to tell you intuitively sounds ridiculous that's why it's so incredibly important that i say this these numbers are best estimates at this point in time using government data for the global consequences of the clock shot in terms of death and morbidity, otherwise known as serious adverse events such as heart attack, strokes, pulmonary, pulmonary emboli, etc. We've been focusing for good reason on North American statistics during the last two and a half years, but this man has extrapolated that into the total effect, negative effect of the clock shot and these are the numbers deaths global deaths directly attributable to the vaccine 20 million two zero million deaths hey what's what's the problem again what's what's the problem of global mass premeditated murder genocide come on i mean I think that, you know, we all need to just lighten up a little. To the clot shot. And two billion, big B, two billion serious adverse reactions of the type I described. And those are only going to turn into deaths eventually, left unchecked and nothing's progressing and they continue to keep getting shots and you know i mean even if they stopped everything today and did the best protocol out there i don't you know i think it will buy more time i don't know how much you know there's just no way i could possibly know that it would depend on so many factors now these numbers are beyond staggering they to to contrast that with history um, vaccines have typically been pulled from the market when the last one, the, the birth flu vaccine, was pulled with only 35, 35 deaths. I hope people can appreciate the scale of what is going on here. An unimaginable carnage, which isn't over. 
because that number, first of all, is the current estimate. It does not include future deaths of yeah. a similar type, exactly, which will be cumulative on top of that. Mm -hmm. It does not include stillbirths. It does not include those avoidable deaths due to having had a one disease healthcare system for two and a half years with people not being treated or investigated for cancer or treated for, for cancer, for example. Those numbers are not included. The numbers from the lockdowns, the suicides, are not included. And also not included are the future deaths that we're anticipating from a rapid increase in the rate of cancer uh, presentations and uh, fatal infections because of immune suppression induced by the clot shot. Those factors are in addition to those jaw-dropping numbers that I just mentioned. So there you have it. Yet one more honest medical doctor out there doing research and totally confirming what we've been reporting. It's ongoing. It's getting worse. Um, and they're still pushing these genocidal COVID kill shots. Uh, next report, secret CDC report. Since the launch of Operation Warp Speed that Trump gave us, at least 1.1 million Americans have died suddenly out of just nowhere. We just don't know what is causing it. The U.S. Centers for, for uh, Disease Control and Prevention, the CDC, has quietly confirmed, and there's the link to the report. Um, yeah, there's the link to the report if you want to see it. That at least 1.1 million Americans have died suddenly ever since the Wuhan COVID-19 quote vaccines were introduced under Operation Warp Speed. Since that time, the U.S. Food and Drug Administration granted the emergency use authorization, the EUA, for the jabs. More than 6 million Americans total have died. Of this, 1.1 over 1.1 million deaths are considered to be excess based on the five-year average from 2015 to 2019. Now, remember, this is from them. This is their statistics. This is what they're... This is what the fox that's guarding the hen house is willing to admit to. This is what the devil is willing to admit to. I would postulate the numbers are far greater. I'm not going to trust their numbers, but they're, but as bad as the numbers are, this is as much as they could suppress them, evidently. Uh, other government data confirms the mortality rates per 100,000 people are highest among fully vaccinated population, suggesting COVID injections are the cause of all this excess mortality. Um, on a related report, the CDC has been removing COVID jab injury and death reports from the Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System, VAERS, since the beginning. So again, you're, we're not getting the real numbers. <laughs> but the numbers that we are getting, even if we believe the devil who's giving us these are still horrifically bad. We have the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development, or the OEC, to thank for all this data, which is out doing the work the CDC and the FDA refuse to do. Well, really what they're doing is suppressing it by actually spelling it out for the public to see. And there's the link to that. I'm giving you cliff note versions of all these reports. Like The links that I include with all the reports are going to give you a much more in-depth um, look at this whole thing uh and then the last report because i'm i've just about run out of time is the g20 signs the declaration for international vaccine passports 
The G20, a group of 19 nations, including the U.S., plus the European Union, recently held their annual business meeting, which was called B20, in Bali, Indonesia, where they declared that a digital vaccine passport standardized by the WHO, the World Health Organization, or Satan, will be part of the international pandemic prevention, even though they're doing everything they can do to propagate evil, and response moving forward. The rule for standardized international vaccine passports will be introduced as a revision to the international health regulations during the next World Health Assembly in Geneva. The G20 recommendations also include the creation of guidelines for the globally coordinated response to crises enhanced by technologically enabled always on global health infrastructure and a mutual recognition of the COVID-19 kill shots made by the G20 members. So you got to have your COVID. But basically what it sounds like to me is, is you're going to have to have all your COVID kill shots up to date, boosters and all, in order to travel. Um, and obviously we t we've talked a lot about this in the past, but now they're trying to just basically create a situation where there'll be no way that you can not do this if you want to travel okay overseas or wherever president biden signed the declaration despite the promises made by his white house covid 19 response team leader jeff zentz who in april of 2021 stated quote let me be clear that the government is not now nor will ever be supporting a system that requires americans to carry a vaccination credential end of quote well they're just forked tongue liars i mean what would what would we expect from the biden regime of course, I don't, you know, the Trump regime was, you know, liars too. So uh, the fact that the COVID shots do not prevent spread of infection has now been established many times over. This alone uh, propagates it, actually. This alone proves that vaccine passports are not for the purpose of containing epidemics. An international vaccine passport is the gateway to complete totalitarian control because the entire control grid around a person gets tied together by it. Yeah. 100%. So that's all uh, we have for today. Um, God bless you. And we thank you for your your prayers and, you know, your, um, your giving, your donations. And without you all, <laughs> we, there's no way that this ministry would exist. There's just no way. So I give the Lord Jesus Christ all the praise, the honor, credit, and glory. But he's used my listeners in order to to get us to this point and now i mean we're, we're looking at about we're looking at about 22 years that i've been doing this i mean i had the email list for a long time and then in 2006 started putting up the audio so um been going at it for for a good amount of time and praise the lord jesus christ um uh, we've been in the game for 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 this long which is really a miracle in and of itself <laughs> so praise the lord and we'll see you in the next audio thank you